Okay, hi. In case you saw our false start before, or maybe you missed it, uh, I'm Nicole of We Should Record This, and Karina and I are going to pop on here today and um, give you a 10 talk. And we're going to be doing these about once a week, um, just to give you a sample of what the podcast will be when it launches later on this year. We're going to be talking about a variety of different topics and things that come up in our regular conversations, and it'll be sort of like a sampler of what to expect with the podcast when we start. So I'm just waiting for her to show up here and then I'll add her in. And okay, so let me see if I can do this. Okay. Hopefully this it's going to work now. I'm here. Hey, did it. Look at us. Okay. So this is a big deal for us figuring out the technology behind this. So yes. for us. this is our yeah. first time and it'll go more smoothly next time. But so exactly. before you popped on Karina, I was just letting people know that what we're doing here is a 10 talk and it'll be weekly based on the conversation that we're going to be carrying on with the podcast. And I dropped the IE because we we're calling it 10 talkie and that's wasn't working for me. <laughs> so what we are going to talk about today is the language behind this idea of reexamining your faith and working things out. Um, yeah. So this has been a big one for us as we've been talking because um, terms like dismantling or deconstructing or whatever unpacking which is one of my least favorite christianese sentences or phrases um are really common but we need to figure out a way to define this idea of re-examining our faith and maybe questioning things and making sure that we have a space to do that right right exactly and i think there's just a whole lot of I feel like it's a pretty common theme, like in a lot of different faith circles, but just kind of in general, there's this idea of deconstruction or there's this idea of everything's being destabilized or, or whatever. And I think that those can be great starting places, but I think not everybody identifies with all of those phrases. So I think it's like, well, do you have to like, it, does deconstruction mean you hate everything and you want to run away and live in a cave and, you know, monk life forever. Like I, um, sometimes it's good for us to kind of go, Hey, this is, this is what we mean. This is what we're, we're inviting you into. Let's find a bunch of different words that we can hang our hats on and go, it could mean any of these things and kind of find what works for you. Cause yeah, there are some words that in church circles can get, really used by one group but it can mean something else to another group so i know that i'm not bothered particularly by deconstruction as long as we're the goal is reconstruction i'm I'm not really interested in like tearing everything down and burning it to the ground just because i want to toast some marshmallows you know like i i just um i get those feelings but what are we moving towards what are we building so it's it's a little um yeah, that's yeah. what's important is it. that it's not just a wrecking ball mentality when it comes to your faith that I think um, 
I had a bit of an enlightened moment today at church because our pastor used the term disillusionment. You should share that with us. Why don't you tell us all about that? So um, (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't rehearsed at all. Actually, it wasn't. No, 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 no. Um, What he was talking about is how we in our faith, and he has seen this sort of across the board for years, and it totally made sense to me is that we build God in the image that we need him to fulfill in our life. So if, if we're looking for God who is a healer, we pull out all the scriptures that define God as a healer. And we build our theology around that. And we tell stories around that. But then when the healing doesn't happen, our whole foundation is rocky because we don't know God in any other terms. And right. he talks about building these illusions of who we think God is based on our set of expectations instead of taking in the fullness of God and understanding humanity and God's relationship with humanity. And so he talks about disillusionment in a positive term where we're ripping out all of these illusions we've built based on our own expectations to reveal the true nature of God and his love for us and his story with us. And I love that because I feel like sometimes it's become really trendy to deconstruct your faith. But I also feel like sometimes that can go off the deep end where everyone's tearing things apart without realizing there's good things here and there's good things we've been taught. And the people who've taught us before, even if some things were misinformed, it wasn't from a malicious intent. It was people did what they knew to do at the time, the best they knew to do. And I mm-hmm. think that our faith needs to be, instead of just constructing a house or a building, it needs to be a constant state of renovation where we are learning and uncovering more. Um, as I was talking to my family on the way from church, I said, our faith isn't like building a garden shed where we have a set number of parts And it's just so big and it only goes together this way. Our faith is more like building a cathedral where it takes generations and it takes handcrafting and continually uncovering and renovating and rebuilding. And and it's an intentional path you go on to continue to refine it. Right. And I think I'm hoping that you're kind of skipping in and out. And I'm hoping that that's just my feed listening to you and not everybody is having a hard time with that. Hopefully. Everybody can hear because so. um, I, I kind of know what you're saying, even with the skips and the jumps. But I, um, I think for, for me, I think that idea of this constant renovation, I don't know when it was that I became bothered with, there's, there's a common phrase and it goes something like, God, the Bible says it, God did it, I believe it yeah. or something like that. And, yeah. and that used, there was a time when that provided such massive security. And I don't know where it was that all of a sudden it was like, there was no room for questions. There was no room for wondering. It was like, we knew everything about God. And the problem was God wasn't working the way that we knew he should, or the way that we've been told he should. And so I think there's been this uh, this movement, at least for, to, to kind of like go, how can we, like God said it, that the Bible settles it, that whatever, I, I know, I know it's a really pretty little thingy and I can't remember what it is right now, but whatever that is, that really is a statement of death and stagnancy and like for things to just be still and grow moss and moldy. And so I think, for me, it was that was one of those things where all of a sudden I went, hold the phone, that's not working anymore. Like, that that doesn't work because all of a sudden, 
Oh, well, I don't know what it is. I'm sure I've offended <laughs> someone, but whatever it is, it's like, wait a minute. It's not working anymore. So now what? Do am I allowed to pursue this or do I have to now throw the whole thing? I think when we, we decide that we know all the answers or that we decide that we've got all the faithy things figured out and then they stop working. I think we think it's, there's, there's no, like we are supposed to know all the answers about God or like we're supposed to have all the answers and be able to go, well, because this verse says this, this is that. And of course that gets into the whole thing about like, how do we interact with the Bible and all these different things? And that's a which are, conversation for later. Yeah. Later. Like those are all things we're going to unpack over time. But I think that when we don't give ourselves permission to ask questions, what we end up with is something that lacks life. And so I feel like when, you know, we can look and go, why is everybody leaving? And of course, everybody is never leaving, but it can feel like that. Why is everybody walking away from their faith? Why is everybody you know, throwing the grenade and walking away and, you know, cool churches don't look at explosions or like whatever it is. Good people don't leave good churches. And this is the other thing that happens when we don't right. have room for questions is that suddenly if God doesn't perform it to our expectations and there's automatically something wrong with us. We have right. this 50 split of thinking, oh, then we don't have enough faith or we've done something wrong or God's mad at us. Either that or else, well, God's a liar. There's no in-between space for the mystery of what is Right. And I, and I feel like the process of deconstruction is really for so many, at least that I've come across and in my own life, it's been this process of allowing, I don't know, to get a little bigger yeah. and uh, allowing things like maybe we've understood something wrong. Like that's a massive shift because I think for a lot of us, the faith traditions through people that were incredibly well-intentioned, the way that we interacted and read with the Bible, our faith stories told us, these are the answers, this is what the Bible says, and if you don't believe that, it's eternal hell and damnation for you, which makes it really hard to ask questions. So I see where people are going, well, I guess if I don't believe in a six-day literal creation, I can't be jesus-y anymore well, and and we make up these these things like say creation and make that a deal breaker yeah. well if you don't believe the same yeah. as me then you don't believe the bible and your salvation's at risk and then yeah. you get all these that's what we ended up with like a hundred different denominations when really our heart is towards the same god we love the same jesus yeah. all of these other things mm -hmm. are how we've interpreted them and like you often say there it's not that there's nothing that's no knowable it's right just that how do we come to that? And are we okay if somebody comes to it at a different point? And can we still be in relationship and conversation with them and work right. out our salvation together in community like God intended us to do? Right. And I think that is the big thing that we want to invite people into is this thing of like, could we learn that the word that keeps coming to me is could we learn to have more humility? in how we work out our faith. Could could we say could could we just start with this baseline that says if I know everything that God thinks about everything, God is the same size as me. And yes. Bless yes. it if I don't want and need something bigger than me. Like yes. like I just I and so could we just go everybody's we're all 
searching for truth and and truth can and will be found but it's going to be revealed to each of us in our own way so it's not again that there's no things that are knowable but when we have questions when people are in process could we have just a little bit more grace and humility for that journey and that there might be a revelation of god that is new for this generation not because god has changed but because he's revealing something new about himself and it doesn't have to be settled it doesn't have to be finished like our understanding of god i hope isn't finished i hope i know more in my 50s than i do now in my 40s and by knowing i mean greater revelation not have better and more answers to beat down the 20 and 30 year olds with right well and understanding that our understanding of god is affected by our life story also absolutely we get revelations of his nature based on what we go through and yeah. if you've not gone through something that has brought out that revelation yet just hold on it's coming and yeah. i i've really seen that because part of my story is i was diagnosed with cancer when i was 36 i think and up until then i was in a name and claim it faith healing church and i had just moved into a different town and was going to a different church and suddenly i have this big disease right that could have taken me out and i had to go okay i'm a person of faith i've done all the right things i've said all the right prayers i've volunteered all my time and now my boob is revolting and it's trying to kill me so what am i going to do and right i didn't show up in my bedroom and heal me in an instant what i received was a recovery based on the love and care and creativity of doctors and medical people right and i had to reframe what it means to be healed and i had to reframe what it means to know that jesus is near and god yeah. is near and so this is one of yeah. the revelations that i've received in my space that maybe other people have way before me or have not yet yeah. and so that that's where we talk about deconstruction reconstruction dismantling dissolution whatever it is that it's yeah. okay that we are learning these things in our own timeline as long as we are not offended by questions and we understand that god's not offended by our questions totally He's totally chill with them there's nothing that we can say or ask that he's going to go whoa nobody's ever said that before and now like my feelings yeah. are hurt that's not how yeah. he operates no i think sometimes we forget that god seems like way more okay with process than we are right like i've got um i don't i bet you probably can't see it in your screen i've got somebody this just commented on mine saying they get she gets a lot of um business counseling folks hurt by religious leaders because of words spoken over them and that it's just kind of her privilege to speak the gentleness of Jesus over them and i and uh you know that came up in our um uh what's it called book club that we started we just there was some conversation around like people thinking that they have permission to tell someone else that they know their eternal destiny because of the magic words they have or haven't said or that yeah you know like or that we we shame like the story that's really, I know we've talked about this but the story that is kind of messing with me a lot right now is the story of the prodigal son and we've often heard it like the bad prodigal he left and he did the bad thing don't do bad things don't be like the prodigal and yet we forget that like Jesus first of all was talking to Pharisees who were way more like the older son. Yeah. And could we have the grace to go maybe that that was the prodigal's path to finding out he really was a son and could never have his sonship taken away from him. 
Like, I noticed the dad stood there and waited because he knew his yeah. son would come back. So that dad wasn't offended. And how much greater is God, right? Right, exactly. And I love, um, I we were at our church, Brad Jerzak was speaking the other day, and he, he said something like the equivalent of the forgiveness went out the door with the yes. prodigal son. Like he left already forgiven, thinking that he was like leaving everything and like, like as if he could stop being a son, right? Like that he, and so anyways, it, those are, it's just stories like that, that I think, could we take five minutes and like be a little more humble with the process that people are in going, we're, we're trying, we're, we're doing our best. Could we not speak condemnation as though if, if we'd lived in somebody else's shoes, we'd probably be in their shoes, right? Like right. what we do is we look at our fancy pants and our fancy shoes and go, well, I'm not there. And I would love for us to be able to kind of come around something that's a little more generous, a little more humble that just says like, Hey, let's, let's work this out together. Let's reason this out together. Let's, let's walk this out and let's not, change God so that we can understand our situation better. Let's maybe embrace, I don't know a little more. And on that word of wisdom, we're at our 10 minute mark, actually probably a little bit over. So that's our first 10 talk. We hope that you enjoyed it and we can wait yeah. again next week. Sounds so, good. All right. See you. See ya. All right. See if we can end this.